In the book of First Chronicles, chapter 15, verse 13, reading it in the King James and also in the New Living, the King James, for because we did not at the first the Lord our God made a breach upon us, for that we sought him not after the due order. The New Living Translation said, because ye Levites did not carry the ark the first time, the anger of the Lord our God burst out against us. We failed to ask God how to move, to, to remove it properly. Father, we thank you for this word. Let this word explode in our hearts. Let it get all in our DNA and let us be sons and daughters of God in a crooked and a perverse generation. Let us be salt and light in Jesus' name. We give your name praise, honor, and glory for we ask it in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ and for his sake and all of God's people said, amen. I want to speak to you very briefly, very briefly, from a subject, I don't have a sermon this morning, but I do have a word from the Lord, amen. And that word is, ask God what to do. Ask God what to do. Our text today have here David, a man of God, the psalmist of Israel. And David now explains the reason why the Lord had broke through and had killed Uzziah. Because in the 14th chapter, verses 1 through 17, they were moving the ark of God. And while moving the ark of God, there was great festivity and sacrifice that was going forth. But Uzziah had good intention. And the ark looked as if it was going to tilt. He reached out and touched the ark. And immediately, God killed him. From the natural and the human point of view, it would seem as if God punished you for doing good things. But David now, he became afraid of God. And he left the ark at the home of Obed Eden for three months because he's afraid to move the ark of God. He then finds out why God had killed Uzziah. And David in our text is explaining the reason. Because ye Levites did not carry the ark the first time. The anger of the Lord our God burst out against us. We fail to ask God how to move it properly. And I'm 
just wondering how much time are we spending asking God the right questions about the situations that we are in right now. We no doubt have talked to other people in our families. Some of us have been to the psychiatrist. But have you asked God why you are where you are and why things have happened in your life the way they have happened in your life? Have you asked God? I know we have complained about it, but have you asked God why? David was a man that would ask God questions because we see in the 14th chapter in verse number 10, David again asked God. So David asked God, should I go out to fight the Philistine? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord replied, yes. Go ahead, I will hand them over to you. If we would take the time to get the answer from God rather than depending upon ourselves, I submit to you brothers and sisters that we would walk out with more victory than we have ever had. To refuse to ask God the question says, God don't have the answer. And of course you and I know he's already answered your question before you ask it. There's not a question that can be asked that God had not answered. So when I awaken this morning, so this is not no prepared sermon. I just got a word from the Lord. And I heard God as I was about to put my foot out the bed. Ask me the questions. Ask God what to do about it. And I want to challenge each of you in here now that's going through something. Ask God tough, unremovable circumstances, things that you can't overcome. Ask God. He'll give you the answer. David was afraid of God. But then when he got the answer, he said, it is because we didn't ask God. And I'm wondering now how many of us in here have actually lost out simply because we have not asked the Lord. And now David asked God about the battle because the scripture let us know, uh, if you will note with me the eighth verse of the 14th chapter. When the Philistine heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they mobilized all their forces 
to capture him. You have been anointed. I want you to with your own voice articulate, I have been anointed. you to say it again you're going to say it three times because I want you to hear yourself you are significant you are significance say it again I have been anointed that's the third that's the second time right we're going to say it one more time I have been anointed and it's very important that you know your isness I have been anointed. The mere fact that I have been anointed sets me up for the enemy to come to destroy me. Anyone that God has anointed, the enemy is coming after you. And some of you, you're going through trouble only because you've been anointed. You prayed for the anointing. You got the anointing. You got to know the devil coming at you if you're anointed. How many of y'all recognize he's coming after you because you've been anointed? The oil of the Holy Spirit have been poured out in your soul. And nothing you can do or have done to this place have taken the anointing away from you. Because somewhat, sometimes the devil push you into circumstances and because you made the wrong decision... The devil try to tell you that you lost your anointing, but the truth is, you didn't lose your anointing. You had something to happen to you to make you go back to God and question God, why? And then God will answer the question like he did for David and told David, said, David, it is because you didn't not ask me how to move the ark. That's the reason why I had to kill you. Lord, have mercy. I killed Uzziah because you did not ask me what had to be done in order to move the ark of God. Now, if we look now at the 10th verse in the same chapter, chapter 14. Well, somebody read it just in case they think I'm making up something here. I want you to say with me whatever your name is. James inquired of the Lord. What's your name? You know, right? I know you're not James. I said, what's your name? Just say it. Whatever your name is. Mm -hmm. Should I go up? Should I go up? Mm-hmm. All right, read. Not only should I go up, but I don't want to go up for failure. Mm. Will you deliver the Philistines into my hand? Now you notice the text and the subject is because we didn't ask God. All right? Read. The Lord said to him, Go up. I will deliver them into your hand. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yes. And what? All right, I'm, I'm reading the, 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 the New Living Translation say, 
God did it. Mm. <laughs> God did it. I want somebody in here that God had bought you out of something. I wonder could you just jump up right quick and say, God did it. God did it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mm. David jumped and said, God said, I'm going to hand them over to you. Then they said, God did it. And when they came against him, God told him, wait for a sign. Because see, when, you, when God have anointed you, the first time, the attack is a little small. The second time, the devil will go out there and get more stuff to throw at you. See, last time, he just throw the sprinkler on you. This time, he's going to throw the kitchen sink at you. But if you ask God what to do, if you ask God, what am I going to do? I don't care what the devil is trying to do against you if God said I'm going to bless you. It doesn't matter. Let him take his best shot. I know God is going to bring me out. And so, and David said, Lord, if I go up, I'm, I'm ready to go, but I don't want to go and fail you. I want to go and know I'm going to be successful. And God said, go up at this time. I want you to wait on me. I'm going to give you a sound. And I want to say to some of you in here right now, the sound that you hear is only God moving in the top of the popular trees. God is about to do something thick. Amen. But before he moves sometime, he will make a noise. Some of you already heard the sound of the noise in the top of the popular trees. God said, I'm going to give you the victory because I asked God the question if I go up, Lord, will you give me the victory? Although God is going to be the one that deliver you, you still have to go up. But you want to make sure you're going up in the right direction. And God said, yeah, go up. I'm going to give you the victory and then when David got the victory David shouted said the Lord did it the Lord have did it he got real excited because God was the one that did it it wasn't because David was strong but because David believed in God let me say here brothers and sisters the thing that make you great is not your size it's not your color. It's not your education. It is you reflecting God. And we got to realize this. God did what he did to you so you could reflect him. I don't care how clear a diamond is. It don't shine in the dark without light. Is there a witness in the house? I even took mine off. I, I got a little something. Ain't no real whole lot of crap big. 
but I got a little diamond. I looked at my hand in the dark, because that's the way God and I work. I looked at my hand in the dark, because I was still in the bed. And my diamond didn't shine. But when the light came, my diamond cast a light. Brothers and sisters, when we move out of the presence of God, I don't care who you think you are and how great you think you are, you can't shine without God. Because the only thing I can do is reflect him and my and a diamond can be valuable if it cut wrong you can cut a diamond wrong and you can lose thousands of dollars because it's cut wrong Lord have mercy and I heard God said to me all of this going on in a conversation between me and the office now I heard God said to me that's the reason I cut you the way I cut you so that you could reflect me Leisha that's the way he cut you the way he cut you so that you could reflect me because if you cut wrong you're going to reflect the wrong stuff but because I cut you right when I hit you with my light it's going to fill the whole room so that's the reason I cut you the way I cut you look at somebody say God cut me the way he wanted me to be and all I can do right now is reflect him I'm almost finished if you ain't got it yet how happy this morning blessing God because God is about to do some great stuff in redeemed assembly and then God said I heard him say this he says little faith little man big faith big man oh God did y'all get that yet little faith little man big faith big man y'all ain't got it yet is ya hmm. it ain't because I was so big but I reflected God so brilliant you thought I was all of that but all I was doing was reflecting the light of him who was shining on me and when the light hit me it almost blinded you because God had cut me just right so when the light hit me it and some of you who are being cut right now God is about to hit you with his light Lord have mercy and when he hits you with his light, the people that have been looking at you, going through what you've been going through, you think you're losing something? No, honey. God has cut that edge off because it took a flat surface there to show his light. And so God just cut you. And then there was another side of you. He cut 
got that side. So that whatever way he come on you, you are going to reflect the glory of God. So when you're looking at me, it's not me you see. I'm only a conduit of the light that was shining on me. I'm a diamond because God has cut me in that shape to reflect his glory. I'm finished preaching. I done preached enough here today for you to be delivered, for you to know that God is moving in a mighty way. You see, whether you say amen or not, I know what God has said. And I know he cut you just right. Some of you in here feel cut right now. But he's the one that's doing the cutting so that you can reflect him. Isn't that all right? Little faith, little man. Big faith. God bless you.